Hi friend, do you ever need to create marketing materials easily? Whether you need to make flyers or artwork for your blog, your podcast, or any number of different things, check out Canva. Go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva. That's C-A-N-V-A. I've been using the free version of Canva for many, many years, and I recently upgraded to the pro version, and it's awesome. So go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva to learn more. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittis, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is about life in general. Why? Because it's that time to start to dissect purpose. And purpose and life and why in the burning desire that is what it is for you. Burning desire, so important. And I touched on this in a recent episode. I was reflecting upon a conversation that I had with a student. And this student was talking, we were talking about, so a student in uh, terms of a uh, consulting student. So I have case you're new to the show, I guess I should start a little bit further back. I'm an internet marketing consultant. I specialize in helping real estate agents, real estate investors, I apologize, build their business online. And uh, I had a call with a student recently, a client, and he just wasn't feeling motivated. You know, life was not life so much, but yeah, kind of life was getting him down a little bit. And he was seeing just how much goes into this, uh, into building a business, and it's not easy. And this was somebody who had been super fired up previously, crushing it. And so to, to get on a call and hear this person so down was, you know, it's, it's one of those things. It's something I encounter a lot, right? Everybody starts off positive and ready to go and ready to crush it. And then life says, oh yeah? And starts throwing punches. Life starts beating us down sometimes because life doesn't care that we want to start a business or have a, a child or a relationship or this or that. Life just sometimes just wants to test us and say like, oh, yeah, you want that? How bad do you want it? Do you still want it if, you know, if your car breaks down and now you got to put all your money toward that? Or if uh, this other thing happens, which may seem like a horrible thing at the time, there's that's just part of it that's a big part of it and for most people probably 80% right 20 uh, 80 20 rule here for sure Pareto principle for most people they don't last that long five years is an industry uh, I mean it happens across industries that 80% of businesses go out of business in the first five years 80% that's a overwhelming majority right and I get to work with new business owners every single day. So I get to see firsthand a lot of, how a lot of this stuff happens, I, I believe. And you know, just in sharing, having conversations with people and seeing where they start and where they go. And some people make it and some don't. The majority again, like I just said, don't. So what kind of things help people make it and again and again, it comes back to this desire, this burning desire. 
the people who I feel are, it's not my feeling so much as I guess um, in my observations, people who are more tied into their burning desire, their why, why did they get into this business, those people I think have an advantage because that is ultimately what allows that person to push through the tough times because we all hit those tough times, right? And it's easy to look at somebody else and say, well, it's easy for them because blank. It's easy for that person because he's a man. It's easy for her because she's a woman. It's easy for that person because their family uh, is, you know, who they are. Or it's easy for them because they were born here or born there or because they're taller or because, you know, they started off with money or the because, you know, there's all these different reasons that we could say, well, it's easy for them because. And I think that that is one of the most dangerous things that any of us could fall into, any trap. And the reason I believe that's the most dangerous thing for most anybody to fall into is because it immediately gives you a reason to not do it. It immediately gives you an out. And if it's something that you really want, then you might have just, with one simple little false belief, you could basically take away something from yourself. You could put it out of your own reach. Your own by by saying that, you're, you're immediately saying, "Well, it's easy for them because of that." And, and what you're also unconsciously saying is, "Well, and it's hard for me because I'm not that." And that's the danger of that statement. And that's it's a belief I hear all the time, right? Because when after the first few calls, you know, so we. Pre- basically often do these calls about once a month okay that's kind of the timeline here so have a call with the new business owner they're launching their business and uh, you know we talk about some action items and goals we set them off and then they go out there and they work on these action items toward their goals and then on our next call we get back together and we talk about how did it go and there's the students that face life challenges and suddenly you know life life just keeps happening right life again doesn't care that we want to start a new business or do anything it's not always super accommodating to to our plans and our dreams sometimes it seems to laugh and and try to just knock us right back down because i'm not going to guess why because but that's just what seems to happen right and I see it happen time and time and time again. And some students will take that and, and I'm not judging either way because I've been there so many times and that's you know partly the value that I bring to, to these folks is that I have been beaten down so many times in life and in business and then just you know having the wherewithal to get back up and to take that next beating and get a little better and dodge that next one and then, but you know still get slammed by the next one but get back up and ready for more that's kind of it it's like we have this saying around our company that and it's not that our company made it up it's been around forever but it's a marathon not a sprint right it's a marathon not a sprint what does that mean that means while you're in the thick of it while you're hustling while you're grinding day in day out and you're taking your wins and you're taking your losses you just keep going 
and it seems at the beginning like, oh, I just got to hurry up and get to that little thing and then I'll be done. I just got to get this next sale and then, man, I'm on easy street. I just got to get this next uh, goal checked off my list and then it's all downhill. It's all, or all you know, just coasting from here. And that rarely is the truth. Usually, it's just the beginning. And sometimes you're not even in the game yet. Sometimes you're still just walking down the the corridor to get to uh, to get to the beginning. And so, this perspective of it's easy for them is extra challenging when when you haven't one when you haven't walked a mile in their moccasins, right? If you don't know what and so. Uh, the way that I see this play out a lot, and you know, I'm just as guilty of it as anybody, I think. But I also also have a lot of um, perception or uh, perspective around this for other reasons that I may get into later on this episode. But um, being able to, you know, a lot of people, we, I think, as humans, naturally, because we're social creatures at a basic level, um, we are aware of other people in our circles, right? In our social circles, our families and our friends and, uh, you know, networks, okay? And we compare ourselves to them, for better or for worse, unconsciously and consciously. To determine, I, I think, you know, there's gotta be survival instincts at play there, right? Like, hey, do I, am, am I safe? Am I um, in with a crowd that is, you know, um, going to help my status, elevate my status or keep my status where it is, where I want to be, where I feel comfortable and just kind of a whole lot of psychology at deep levels that, um, that I think we're all subject to is just being humans, right? That's just part of the human condition is we kind of have to compare ourselves, I think at a certain level just to, to see where we stand and to know, are we, um, moving forward? Are we moving back? Are we staying the same? Are we, um, you know, how are we perceived by others and this idea of status and where we fit in. And I think all those things are super important. And they could also be super dangerous. And how can they be dangerous? Well, when we compare ourselves to others and we see our short perceived shortcomings and we make any kind of value judgments about ourselves based on those perceived shortcomings or even perceived um advances you know like oh i'm way better than so and so at this so i'm the best i'm you know and getting a false sense of confidence or even a real sense of confidence that could be used in that could work against us right um and hubris right and uh ego can destroy us if we let it so being able to keep those kind of things in check can be really really valuable and having certain tests litmus tests if you will that allow us to determine when our ego is going out of control or getting out of line, I think is a good way to be able to ground ourselves, humble ourselves, and get that reality check that somebody, like a third-party professional, maybe a counselor or a trusted advisor or a coach, um, you know, can provide that kind of perspective for us when we need it, right? And so... When we are out there in the world and we're comparing ourselves, especially if we're you know, in a program like the, the program that the students I work with go through, right? They're new business owners, they're going through a business growth program, how to build a business, how to become real estate investors. And they're 
starting this course or this program with peers, right? Other people who are new to the industry in most cases, new to being business owners, it's all new. And they're looking around and everybody kind of seems to start in the same place, but then very quickly, some people just start crushing it and others just don't, okay? For whatever reason, there's a number of factors. Sometimes it's just dumb luck. Sometimes it's who they know. Sometimes it's um, who knows them, right? There, there's all these different factors, where they were born, who's their family. And, and it's very, for some students, you know, they see these people all of a sudden just take off and they're doing their first deal. Oh my gosh, they got their first deal already? How'd they do that? Oh wow, well, okay. And then boom, the second deal, then the third deal. Oh my gosh, these people are crushing it. And you know, time's flying by. And a majority, again, of these students are not getting any deals. Now, we do have a, a great track record, don't get me wrong. We have people probably, uh, and I don't quite remember the numbers, but, but much better than just like the general public going out on their own and trying this. Like we definitely have, provide huge value and have a, a much higher success rate. And even with that, there's still, you know, just humans being humans. We compare ourselves to each other and that can be very sad and you know kind of depressing for for a lot of folks to see like these other people having success they're in the same program they're doing the same things it seems like but these people are having way more success than other people and so part of my job is to help remind these people hey we don't know what circumstances this person's really in we don't know who they know we don't know their family we don't know um, what they're out there really doing and that's really important for us to keep in mind because it, it works both ways, right? Just like we, it's not fair to say, well, it's easy for them because we don't know that that person, you know, didn't suffer some huge, horrible things that they've overcome in their life and that was what positioned them to be ready to take on this challenge the way that they do. You know, the thing that would have killed nearly almost anybody else, this person survived and it may have, um, you know, been that one skill, that one life lesson that they learned during that horrible life experience that allows them to press on and do what nobody else is willing to do to make their business win. That's what I'm talking about, right? That kind of perception is, it. I think you have to develop it, right? I think you have to be aware of it and recognize, you, and I'm not saying you necessarily have these tendencies, but one's own tendencies, if they are there, to to have that voice in the head that says that, right? I think we all, and maybe I'm just totally crazy, but I'll just say what I think, okay? And maybe you can relate, and maybe Winston's out in outer space. Voices in our heads, okay? I think we all have them. And there, some of them are nice and happy, and some of them are lesser so. And I think depending on which ones we pay attention to, that voice grows stronger or weaker, depending on whether or not we're giving it energy. Where energy and attention, where attention goes, energy flows, right? So if I'm listening to the the not so nice voices in my head, then those ones are going to grow louder and stronger because they're getting more energy and attention. And vice versa. If I give the positive voices more attention and listen to them more, then they become louder and more... Uh, front seat in my in my consciousness in my awareness right now at any given point i may just think that's me thinking these voices in my head right oh i'm just i just hear these things and it's just me thinking 
But at a different point of awareness, I could take a step back from that and I could actually be the, the observer of these thoughts, the observer of these voices. And I can consciously choose which ones I want to pay attention to. And that is the ultimate power to be able to step back and choose which of these empowers me and which of them disempowers me and which ones I can choose to pay attention to. And if I don't like any of them, I can go read a book. I could go listen to an audio program. I could go watch a motivational video from somebody whose voice is more positive and more powerful than mine. And I could literally reprogram those voices in my head with this new program. I'll give you an example. Affirmations. Affirmations, if you've never really given them much thought or practice, they are very powerful. If we consider our minds like a computer, then we can start to think of our habits, our thought habits and patterns as programs that have been written to it, written into our core processing system here, our core memory at a very young age, most of them, right? A lot of them are programmed while we're very young. They happen from our parents, from our schools, from our institutions, all that good stuff. And uh, our surroundings, our environment. And as we get older, we may get the opportunity to start to realize, hey, I, I get to impact or influence these thoughts, these habits. If you become self-aware to the point where you understand garbage in, garbage out, then you can start to more selectively guard the information going in and out. And if you are at that level where you're consciously looking for improvements and, and mentors maybe and role models who can provide you with more positive patterns, more positive habits to start modeling, then you are creating your your own highest and best self, right? You're consciously growing your skill set, your mindset, your your being, right? Because we are those habits. We are, in a sense, this, this being that we get to choose how we want to be in the world. If we're aware, if we're not aware, then we're just a victim of circumstance to a large degree, right? Why do these things happen to me? Why is it always me? Why am I the, the last picture? Why did, you know, everything always fall apart for me? Or, you know, maybe you're the happy-go-lucky person. What? Oh, I'm so lucky. Things just always work out for me. That's a program too. Things just always work out. Oh, I'm just lucky. I always bounce back. These are all programs, right? You can hear people say these things and you can recognize, yeah, that person always, does always bounce back. Yeah, that person is always happy-go-lucky. Yeah, things always do work out for that person. Well, did they? does that happen because they say that or because it really does and then they started saying, recognizing it and just saying that? The chicken or the egg, right? Which came first? It's a feedback loop. And if you can recognize that in yourself and recognize the habits of patterns of speech that you have, language patterns, right, for the NLP folks out there, then we can start to see, well, gosh, this, this language pattern I use right here, here's how that might play out in my real life. Here's a reflection of that in my external experience. And if you can start to make those kind of correlations, it works both ways, right? Well, I used to say this, but I realized that's kind of a disempowering statement. So now I'm going to say this instead. Whenever I catch myself about to say this, or maybe I even said it because it's too late and it was already just such an unconscious pattern, but now I can consciously stop that, cancel it out, and 
reprogram my language skills to say this other language piece, this other pattern. And by simply changing my language here over and over, eventually I'm going to start acting and act as if that I truly believe this and that this is the reality. And by doing so, then my external experience will at some point start to correlate in line with this new belief and with this new habit and this new way of being. So that is how we can start to ex- how we can start to affect and change our external experience with our internal belief system and our and our internal patterns and habits. So getting back to kind of the big concept for today, this burning desire, this will to win, whatever that is for you, recognizing it and then shifting our thought patterns, our language patterns to align with the kind of person that has those things and the kind of person working toward those things and the fire that fires you up to actually go do the things, that is a super powerful practice. And if you can figure out how to work that into your life, what those specific things look like, those actions, then you can start to make those changes in your life. And I see it time and time again, the people that get it and who, and it doesn't always have to be a big shift, right? It could be a little shift. It could be um, something that in retrospect, it seemed like so obvious. It's like, why didn't I do that 20 years ago? Because you weren't in the right place 20 years ago, right? Um, And I'll give you a quick example that pops to mind. You know, this job that I have right now, I love it. I get a consult full time. And I, I'm not going to say like, oh, it was a dream come true for years and years because it wasn't. I did, it wasn't even on my radar, to be honest. I was looking at all these other options for what I wanted to do um, at this point in my life and where can I have the most impact and what things are going to be the most fulfilling, uh, you know, emotionally, spiritually, financially. And I had all these ideas about it. And then this one just kind of snuck in the back door. It was like, ah, oh, consulting. Yeah, I can, you know, this checks a lot of boxes that I like. Um, you know, it's it's not stressful. I get to still help people and share my knowledge and expertise. I get to talk about internet marketing. I get to just be in a nice, quiet office all day. I don't have to go out in the field and run around, which I really don't particularly like. And so all these things, and then it just like, it, and it's like, but then even then, it still never occurred to me I would go do this for somebody else. It was still like, okay, I'll start my, you know, just start building my customer base. I already had a couple clients. And then... Uh, you know, this opportunity I literally just kind of stumbled upon. And it was like, well, you know, this isn't what, this isn't the way I envisioned it. We're going to work for somebody else. But, you know, it's pretty darn close. And if I imagined myself working at this kind of organization and doing these kind of things, it's like, yeah, I could get behind that. That sounds pretty, pretty fun and rewarding. And, and then I, did it and then it was like gosh darn it why didn't I do this 20 years ago it's so much easier to work for somebody else sometimes yeah there's definitely like you know certain things that are maybe not as fun or as passionate as when I had all the flexibility in the world working for myself I could do whatever I wanted but there's trade-offs right and the trade-offs especially for well so the trade-offs back in the day I wouldn't have accepted like I needed that time freedom. I needed to work for myself and I did that for many years and I would not settle for the kind of um, time commitments to somebody else that I now do and have, right? Because back then that was much more of a priority for me. And now with 
things having, you know, now I've got two kids and I don't like to go out at night for, you know, DJing and promoting and these kind of events. It's just, I'm over all that, right? I did that for a long, long time. And so I wasn't, in in this job maybe probably didn't even exist the same way it is, you know, when I got started. So all these different things that's like, it would have been easy to be like, well, yeah, I should have done this 20 years ago. But it's like, no, no, absolutely I should not because I wouldn't appreciate it and I wouldn't bring the same experience to it that I do now. So it had to happen this way in a sense, right? It's that whole, um, yeah, it's a different discussion. I'm not going to get into, sorry. Um, Yeah, so there's that's kind of it is like there's wherever you are you're in the right place right now for whatever reason i don't know what that is but and maybe you don't yet know what that is but at some point you may be able to look back and say oh that's why i was there that's why i was experiencing that that's why i had to go through this thing because it set me up and and put me in a position for this thing and so while we're in the maybe the bumps in the road part it's not always easy to be like, well, five years from now, I'm going to look back and laugh. Ha, ha, ha. Or I'm going to look back and say that was the turning point or that was the low point where I realized I had to get my stuff together or whatever. And that's the part that that somebody, hopefully you have someone in your life that can give you that perspective. Or even if it's just a, one of the voices in your head that is a, the positive cheerleader that can, the coach, you know, um, that can turn you around and say, hey, this is this is uh it's okay this too shall pass you'll get through this this is just another stepping stone to get you onto the path the obstacle is the way this is part of the way you think that this is blocking you no this is actually the part you need to go through to get to that next level right you start to see things from that perspective and then you you can very much you know take a step back and just you know you take the emotion out of it right like oh it's not that life's out to get me it's just that stuff happens hey guess what happened yesterday my wife got rear-ended yeah with the kids with uh, our seven-year-old and our 20-month-old in the car rear-ended she was slowing down to go through a um uh yield and the guy behind her didn't want to slow down because he wasn't paying attention and he was riding her butt and she stopped and he didn't and so he slammed into my wife's car okay and he gets out and instead of apologizing what's he do he starts yelling at her right now fortunately i was not there because as calm as i generally am certain things (laughs) set me off right as do i think for most of us right and that that sounded like one of those situations and i I would like to think i would have just been calm and been able to calm everybody down and that's probably what i would have done in reality but I wasn't there and it's stressful to hear about this kind of stuff right so that just happened and what the heck was the point of me sharing that i don't know it's oh it sucks right like what's what good comes out of all this insurance costs rising now or whatever and like you know taking the kids to the doctor and you know all these things that that are a um consequence of this situation which was largely out of her hands okay well I don't know how that's going to turn into a positive or that it ever will it's just part of life right it's just part of life Uh, in the last episode depending on how which order I produce the or publish these in um, we just had this great windfall I was so excited I was telling you about how like hey life's amazing my wife just figured out how to save us all this money we've been paying in doctor's bills and crazy debt and this and that and blah 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 and then here I am the very next day saying yay and despite all that awesomeness now we get to spend it on fixing her car 
that sucks. Like, we had so many cooler ideas for that money, right? And what's, you know, so I'm exaggerating, but no, I'm actually not. That's, that's life, right? It's funny like that, or it sucks like that, or it is what it is, or it's nothing. It's just, it just is, right? How do I perceive it? How do I want to label it? Depends which voice I listen to. I got that cheerleader in my head that says, hey, it's going to be okay. Ha ha, isn't this funny? Everybody's okay. And I, I choose to listen to that one because that is the most important thing for me because of some really past horrible crappy experiences that I had. All I really care about is that my family's okay. F the car, right? Who cares about the car? We'll figure it out. Um, you know, the, the, the perspective I've gained from the crappiest parts of my life for the parts that make everything else look like, like no big deal. Like who cares? Like it's, you know, not to say that I don't let it get to me sometimes or that I'm immune to it. Cause I'm certainly not, I don't want to give you that impression, but I, it gives me a, a perception or a perspective, sorry, around certain things that just make most things seem way less important than they used to. Right. It's that that perspective of like, hey, yeah, but did they die? Did they get seriously injured? No. Okay, great. Life is good. Let's just start from here. And so hopefully you have a way to gain that kind of perspective. Books, tapes, videos. In this episode, uh, what I'm going to do is there's a video that I really, really like. It's a very motivational video and it's by a guy named Art Williams. And if you never heard of him, he is just, uh, he used to be a football coach and he, you know, was getting older and wanted to be able to build wealth for himself, for his family. And so he got into the insurance business and that is not an easy business to get into, right? And so he just shares his struggle. He shares his journey and now he's, you know, super, super beyond successful and he shares uh, some really cool things. So I'm going to put the links to that in the show notes for you if you want to check that out. Uh, When I was building my business, my real estate business as an agent, I would watch that video. I'll put both. There's a long version that shows the whole thing that gives good perception, uh, uh, context for where he started and how he got where he is and then the shorter video is just kind of like the super motivational part where he just really just just lays it down you know and it, and it's no secret it's no magic it's just basic hustle and habits and doing what needs to be done day in and day out so that's i'm going to put the links to those videos in the notes for this episode this episode is going to be called burning desire because the burning desire is so important that's what fuels us and our purpose and so i hope that you're able to tap into your burning desire and use that to better your life and take you to the next level whatever that is for you and these videos they're free and you know i'm just putting links in the notes Burning desire in the podcast section on finderflow.com go to finderflow.com and search burning desire and you should be able to find it there and let me know what you think or don't and um just enjoy it crush it and take care and until next time my friend be flowing
Well, thanks for listening, friend. By the way, do you have a story that you would like to share with other flowers? Maybe you'd like to put it in a book. Well, go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club and learn how you can publish your own book or become a published author in the Find Your Flow book series. Simply go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club, all one word, and be sure to join the free Facebook group while you're at it. Thanks, friend. And until next time, be flowing.